gentlemen, if you can't tell by the sound of my voice right now, I'm a little hoarse voiced right now, but that's because we have just wrapped up at BCW, and then there were eight here at the Queensboro Elks Lodge. Before we bring it home for the night, we have something to take care of. We are here with, well, sadly, as of tonight, former BCW tournament participant. He is known far and wide at the New York indie scene. He's worked all over. He is most famous for working in Five Borough Wrestling. And if I'm getting this right, he is right now a top WWE prospect. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the man of steel, Mike fucking Verna. How are you doing, sir? That's a one hell of an entrance. My God, I'm feeling good today. You guys amp me up. So, quick, just to take it from the back, the most relevant news tonight. To put it bluntly, you got screwed out there tonight. Good way to put it. So, what would you say, as far as BCW is concerned, is next for the Man of Steel? Well, I mean, I wish I could tell you that I'd be continuing in this title tournament and be in the Final Four where I belong, but as you guys saw, uh, Darius Carter con continuing with his shenanigans, hit me from behind and escaping, and just being the type of pig that he really is, to, to put it easily. Um, unfortunately, uh, my longtime friend Talon, I guess isn't really a friend to me these days after all. I mean, uh, I know I beat him fair and square last month here at BCW, and I guess he's a little sour, a little bitter towards it because that attack from the back after the initial attack from the back from Darius was the icing on top of the cake that kind of screwed me over here tonight. So I think my unfortunate direction is going to be um, aimed towards uh, my longtime buddy Talon or my longtime former buddy Talon, and uh, he's going to get his justice. That's for damn sure. All right. Without going into too much detail, because obviously it's late and this story would probably take hours, how did you, like, we've asked this question to a lot of people, but how did you decide to get into wrestling, and was it something you always wanted to do, or was it something you fell into by accident? Great question. Um, I have heard that question a lot, and I'm happy you guys bring it up, because I love to tell it. Um, growing, up, growing up in my career, there was two things I loved. Pro wrestling, uh, my life, not my career. Two things I loved, pro wrestling and baseball. I played baseball from the age of three up until the age of 20. Um, once college came around, I chose that I wanted to go towards my first love, which was professional wrestling, because my college career, let's put it this way, I chose wrestling over college baseball because I knew in my heart that I wasn't going to be a professional baseball player, but in my heart I felt like I could be a professional wrestler. So uh, come my freshman year of co college, I decided to not play baseball, and I went into the wrestling ring. I started the New York Wrestling Connection out in Deer Park, Long Island. I was trained by Tony Nese and Alex Reynolds under the um, under the careful watch of Mikey Whipwreck. What was it like? What was it like learning with Mikey Ripwreck? Mikey Whipwreck. Um, Mikey is someone I owe a lot to because he has a twist and, a, and the knowledge in this business that I don't think anyone in this generation has. So any chance that I had a, the opportunity to hear Mikey's opinion on my work, um, his training methods, anything that Mikey would do from the start, um, it, it just bettered my career even from a simple hello or goodbye. Simple as that. Good answer. And so, after, so pretty much, what would you say were your three main influences as far as your entering style? Like, who would you say? You probably have a long list, but if you had to narrow it down to three, who would you say you look at and you idolize, and that's say who you modeled yourself after in your training and your style and how you present yourself? Gotcha. So I'm really I'm wincing right now, and you guys aren't going to be able to see it on camera because. Uh, the person that really influences me a lot in regards to style, I can't talk about uh, for obvious reasons, and I'm sure a few people understand where I'm coming from with that, but he was a really good wrestler and not a good person, so I'll leave it at that. Um, but because of the size and the strength and the, the technique of that, that person, shut up, that person, uh, 
I was really, I was really, uh, really um, into that 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 type of uh, cruiserweight, heavyweight, techni technical powerhouse style. So I guess a real name that I could mention is Kurt Angle. I don't have the Olympic background, but Kurt Angle is about the same size as me. He shows the same power offense that I have, and he's just as much of a technician when need be when it comes down to it. Um, from a charisma style, Macho Man and The Rock, those are my two go-tos. Um, the Rock gets the ladies, and the Macho Man is the king of cool. So I mean, that's just that's it right there. Um, I like to think, even though the term Man of Steel may be a household name in the world of comic book movies and everything in between, but I feel like in professional wrestling, the Man of Steel is a unique thing because there's not many people that can do what the Man of Steel does. So I'd like to think my own technique and my own craft is very unique on the scene today. That's a great answer, man. So you've, been, you've worked all over New York. You've worked all over. Who would you say is your person you go to whenever you need like to bring out the best in Mike Verna? Like, who's the person you go to to bring out the best in you? Like, the your best, the, your favorite person that you've stood across the ring from? Okay, that's a very, very tough question. But I will tell you this. I have a few people that have influenced me throughout my career big time. Um, first is my finishing trainer. So I was trained initially by Alex Reynolds and Tony East, but Joel Maximo was the trainer that made me the wrestler I am today. Um, so anytime, I, I've only been able to wrestle Joel once or twice, and I've him a bunch of times, but anytime I can, I can be in the same ring as him, he always brings out the best of me because of the style. He pushes me to the limit. He teaches me things I've never been able to do in my life. Um, he was the first guy that taught me how to do moonsault. Moonsaults are not something a 235 man should be doing, but I did it because of him. Because so, you're the man of steel. Because I'm the man of steel, I fly. <laughs> um, Matt Stryker has always been someone that looked after me and has taught me a bunch of things in this business. I mentioned Mikey Whipwreck. The Greek guy Papadon is the same thing. People may have their opinions on him, but he's one of the smartest, most um, experienced guys out there. Tony Mamaluke is another one. Um, yeah, yeah. I got some. I got some gems that really have helped me along the way. Um, I mean, the, the, the list goes on. Uh, Bull James is one of my best friends in the business. He has, ever since he came back to the Indies, he's took me under his wing, and we've created more than just a friendship. We're like brothers. Um, everything we do, we have a relationship outside of wrestling. He teaches me. He prepared me for the tryout, which he didn't have to do. He got me so ready for that WWE tryout that I can thank him immensely. Brian Cage um, is another guy. Brian Cage is basically my, my, my daddy. Um, he, is, he is what I aspire to be. Um, just without all the muscle mass, I can't be that big. Otherwise, I won't be able to move. But because he can do what he can do, Brian Cage is another guy. So, I mean, I have a lot of list of, of guys that really um, I was lucky enough to share the ring with and really bring the best out of me. Uh, more on a local, in, well, not so much an, a local, but more of an independent level. Every time I'm in the ring with JT Dunn, there's always magic. He's another guy who just brings total energy and total different, a different feel and, and really pushes me outside of my comfort zone. So he's another guy that brings out the best of me. But I can sit here forever because the list is so long. And I hate to tell you that I don't have one specific guy. But damn, I've been lucky to have been in the ring with a lot of good guys, and it's only getting better. If you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best. Absolutely. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. All right. Now let's switch it on over to the viewer questions. We've got some great viewer questions from some from, from the GAWP nation, so here Sweet. we go. Kevin Michael Murphy asks, where... I don't know. Some, some <laughs> asshole. Some asshole, probably. Some, some mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's probably a nice guy. But uh, he asks... Here we go. Where, where in New York is the best crowd, in your opinion? Like, where have you worked as the best crowd? That is the best question I have ever heard, and I'll tell you why, and this is no bias at all, but it is absolutely 5 bar wrestling. A hundred percent. There is something about 5 bar wrestling, and I'm not saying it because I'm the champion, but there's that, that insane electric feel from the start to the finish no matter how many people are there no matter who's on the card they're always loud there's always streamers they're always into it they're always making their voices heard that being said new york is a market that is full filled 
with absolute great companies out there. HOG, MYWC, FBW, BCW, Tier 1, all these companies that are out there that are uh, doing their thing and, and they're really making um, wrestling in New York fun again. And, that, and that's the best thing about it. I mean, every crowd, I mean, you guys know it. You guys go to as much shows as you can. You see how electric these crowds are and it's really because of you guys. And it's not about us, it's about you guys. You guys are the ones sitting here buying tickets and being loud for us. It's a great answer, my friend. Thank you. We have a question here. Now, you answered the first half of this question earlier, but uh, Jason Bob 87 asks, what is the best piece of advice you have been given from your previously mentioned mentors and, uh, and teachers in wrestling? What's the best piece of advice you've been given? Well, from an outside-the-ring perspective, um, the best piece of advice is uh, be humble, listen, keep your mouth shut, always be willing to listen and, and, and learn, because a lot of guys kind of go in there and they think that they know everything before they actually know how this business works. Learn as much as you can from the people that have done this before you, before you go out there and try to do something that you're not ready for. From an in-ring perspective, you need to be physically prepared for the demanding sport of professional wrestling. Um, when I was out there in the Performance Center this week, I realized that the term sports entertainment takes sports to a whole different level. You need to be an athlete to be a professional wrestler. You need to be able to endure drills and matches and the beating that we go in there and out, and out every single night. And if your body isn't physically prepared for that, then you have no business getting in the ring. So for anyone who's looking to be a wrestler in the near future, please make sure your body is prepared for what you're about to go through because if you think that you can just get in the ring and do it, you're gonna have a rude awakening. All right, and the final viewer question, we have one more question after that, is from Rhea, and she asks, she asks this to everybody, which do you prefer, pancakes or waffles? Oh, man, <laughs> that's a great question, Rhea, because here's the thing. IHOP's got those those stuffed pancakes with, like, the cream filling and the fruit filling, and those, those are awesome. Those taste freaking good. You put the frosting on there, but... If you go down south and you go to a Waffle House, Waffle House is going to give you the best damn waffles you ever tasted in your life. Sorry, Ego. Get, deal with it. Deal with it. But um, I hate to give you no answer, Rhea, because they're both freaking awesome. But I guess I'd have to go with the IHOP uh, stuffed pancakes. You heard it here. Mike Verna has an endorsement from IHOP. Uh -huh. Maybe you'll get that when you go to WWE someday. Maybe they'll let you put that on. Speaking of which. Okay, last, the last juicy question, huh? Speaking of which. Make this one count, Ben. <laughs> you have no faith in me, like, at all. I have faith in you. This is a lie. He has no faith in me. Let's listen to the show. Anyway, the rumblings recently is that you, sir, have been down to a particular performance center. You've been uh, rubbing shoulders with... Uh, Maybe a bald guy with a big nose, maybe his grumpy father-in-law. You've been down there, and uh, well, I guess the most blunt way I can put this is, when will we see the when will we see Mike Verna's name up on a WWE Titantron? Well, um, I have to be politically correct, here, but stay tuned. You may be happy. That's 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 good enough. <laughs> Cryptic, leaving us leaving us on a perfect note. So, sir, if you just want to say something to the people listening at home, what would you? When when can they see you next? And uh, if you want to say something to your fans listening out there, what would you want to say? Uh, well, fans, uh, thank you because you guys have made me, and I genuinely would never be able to do what I'm doing without you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's not a that's not a cliche. Um, I genuinely mean that. There wouldn't be the Man of Steel without you guys. So, thank you. Keep listening to great wrestling podcasts like this. General Mission Wrestling podcast GAWP follow them on Twitter Instagram YouTube all that stuff and please follow me on Instagram and Twitter not Facebook unless I accept you and know you but M, uh, Man of Steel MV on both Twitter and, and uh, Instagram drop me a like drop me a follow tweet to me I will answer you I promise you that and please for the love of God just please keep loving wrestling because we do what we do for you guys 
That, that's why I love Mike Verna. <laughs> and that's why we love New York professional wrestling. Guys, I don't think we can and end last it. Last thing, I got a couple shows coming up. I do want to put, pitch them. Um, I have Dynasty Pro Wrestling next week in Albany, New York. I have Chikara out in North Carolina. Me and uh, the, the, the team Big Deal will be back in action with Swaggle. Uh, Rick Rowland, Sloan Caprice will be out there doing our thing. Um, we got Fiber Wrestling uh, July 20th on a Thursday in Brooklyn. NYWC. Got some Dojo Wars dates coming up. I mean, my, my, my dates are packed for the summer and I just hope to see you guys there. Chaotic Wrestling can't leave them out. Love New England. Love Chaotic. Love XWA. That's July 16th. Get your asses there. Kevin Nash, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Paul London, Matt Striker. Holy shit, what a card. Get there. Holy shit, what a card, and holy shit, what a man. We and Of steel. Indeed, sir. Indeed. The man of fucking steel, Mike Verna, giving us one hell of an interview here at the Queensboro Elks Lodge when, after wrapping up after BCW. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we can end it any more perfectly than that. So, guys, check us out on all that good social media. I am Avenging Ben. And I'm Whole Milk Mike. We are the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and don't forget... Join the madness. We will see you guys soon. Stand in the sun